Hi, my name is Alistair. Hi, my name's Kat, and this is Ali Cat bringing you Bamport Productions podcast. So, interestingly enough, today, one of the headlines in the mm-hmm. Times and the international section is as follows: Iranian officials declare end to morality police in in a view of the protests that were happening. Um, Do you know what the morality police are called in Farsi? I don't actually know, to be honest. Oh, okay. um, I know in a few countries in the Middle East, they have morality police. I thought they had them in Saudi. I thought they had them in a few countries in the Middle East. Like, okay. don't they have them in the UAE? Oh, no, wait, they can't because, like, they have a beach there and you sometimes see <laughs> women in skimpy clothing in the UAE. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, I, I don't know. Okay, definitely in Saudi Arabia. Maybe they have um, sections for it. Like, I, I was reading a wee bit about how alcohol works in Qatar because of the World uh, how Cup. How does it work? Because it was banned at the World Cup? There's one off-licence that is one place in Qatar, one business, one shop that allows you to buy alcohol to drink away from home. Um, and you need to have a licence to go there. Um, there's a lot of conditions you need to meet. Like, you need to be not a criminal. You need to earn a minimum income to qualify. You need to be a foreigner with residency in the country, I believe. There are on licenses, like you can go to like bars and restaurants and um, you know hotels and things that can sell alcohol. But yeah, there's only one one off license in the whole country. Well, it's not a shop; it's like a warehouse. It's about yeah, it's a ladder. Yeah, well, it's not that big. And I think they do have places where you can drink outside of like in hotels and bars. There are, yeah, yeah. There's, no, 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 it is like you're right, a massive warehouse. It is big, but I don't think it's quite as big as a town. Well, maybe not. Probably is as big probably as a town. Probably is, yeah. Yeah, probably is, yeah. It probably Guitar's is. Guitar's quite a small country, Because if though. I say it is, then it is. Okay, fair dues. <laughs> okay, fair dues. I, I don't know, but I, I would assume if it's the only place they are that's yeah, alcohol, then right. it would be sizable. So, I don't know, maybe the UAE has a thing where it's like you're allowed to be immodest if you're a foreigner earning a minimum salary, I don't know. <laughs> or I maybe mean, they don't have it. I, I know I this no isn't going to be nice to say, but Qatar doesn't sound like the most equal or most fair society, so it wouldn't surprise me. Um, I thought maybe in those places they have morality police. I know in Iran they do. So now they're saying that the morality police have been scrapped. That's interesting. And... Um, the one of the legal personalities there is saying that the authorities were reviewing the rules dictating that women must wear the hijab or the head covering. Okay. Now, this has happened after about 10 weeks of protests. Is it that easy to change things by just doing loads of protests? Because how many times have the Iranians done this in the past or others across the world and nothing's really changed? It just seems a bit convenient. Well, remember that Iran has uh, a history of violently overthrowing leaders Mm -hmm. so it probably means a wee bit more when they do it than say in the uk when that's literally never happened i'm just the impression i get from reading about iran's regime is that you come under the impression the regime is all powerful but if it's so powerful then why didn't I don't think it, it is all powerful. Crackdown protests, yeah, so it's clearly not all powerful. I think Iran's a fairly, for a religious theocracy, I think it's a fairly. It's supposed to be modern a democracy. Society. And yeah, I think. Um, 
I don't know, I don't think it's quite as backwards as it often appears in the media. I think the actual society is quite separate from the, the leadership and there's a few kind of like high-tech sectors there, it's, you know, education's kind of quite open. It's not a totally backwards. Yeah, I think there's quite a few people that do have kind of quite modern views and progressive views in the country and have a fair amount of power. I don't think the leadership... Is, like. What I'm saying is I don't think the power is completely concentrated in a few religious clerics. I do yeah, think. I just thought the regime was more autocratic and stronger than it was. But if after just 10, 10 weeks of protests, they suddenly appear to be giving in, mm. according to what I'm reading, bear in mind, they might backtrack or they might do what you call a whitewash. Like it might just be they the... Could do, yeah. Like, I mean, do you know what I mean? Also, sometimes because if if authorities say something is okay after a long time... Maybe because that was so entrenched, it's kind of hard to then reverse it. Yeah. So it might still be that th- that they might just wear the headscarves. I, I don't necessarily know whether I see the headscarf as a sign of inequality. Because the headscarf topic seems to be, to use a buzzword, very controversial the past couple of years. Yeah. And it's because it's linked to the Muslims. Because right. everything about the Muslims in the past few years... Is quite controversial. It, but is it really a trigger? Because in the article, they link the death of a woman who was 22. Yes. So she didn't have on the headscarf or the police said that she didn't have on the headscarf correctly. She was put into custody and she died. I don't know how, how she died. They Her were name was Masha Amini. Amina. Yeah, she was only 22. And um, I think she had gone to the capital like for a trip or something because she wasn't from there. Yeah. Um, so it is a really sad case, but they're linking kind of this was a kind of spark. But to be honest with you, I, I think Iran for the past couple of years has been a tinderbox. Yes. Because of the sanctions and the regime clamping down and the fact that there's less prospects, there's less opportunities. To me, it just seems like anything could cause a fire there now. Um, so I don't know whether it really was because of this girl, and I don't know whether it's really because of the headscarves. Like I just wonder whether the people in general just are not happy. I just because don't... surely if it was the headscarves, why would the regime have waited for so long yeah, to just yeah. go headscarves? Okay, fine, you can do whatever you want with your headscarves. Yay. I also think that the idea that headscarves are necessarily indicative of modesty isn't true. It is possible to be immodest and wear a headscarf at the same time. I. I wonder, though, if the role of this this morality police is going to be incorporated into other areas of the police force rather than just be dis- disbanded altogether. Like, so ju- you mean they're going to be less overt and maybe, maybe not, more uh, subtle? Well, maybe, but also sometimes, like, Sometimes there's a role that needs to be done in a society, and I'm not saying that is something that needs to be done, but in a, let's take something that we don't think is controversial but sometimes a department just has such a bad reputation in any country or a department has um such a bad time of it in the press that like you still need to perform that function but it's apparent that the public won't accept the authority of that group anymore so you just give the job to someone else this happens quite a lot in politics in the west where like the remit of different government departments goes, like, gets shuffled around a bit. It's like, oh, if the Home Office can't deport people successfully, it's just given to another, like, a, like say, sometimes a non-political body or or sometimes it's given to another department to do. It's like, 
different. So you think it might just be a very kind of what you call on the surface reform? Yeah, like they you're might... not very convinced that it's going to be like, oh yeah, I you have can do whatever you want in the sense of how, how you can dress now in Iran. I have no idea. I don't think that would happen, but I think the duty, like any laws that they like the morality police to enforce will probably still be enforced by someone else. Um, what I find funny though, when it comes to like religious theocracies or religious organisations is when they change over time and it's like it's really hard to justify that because you're like oh it is the will of Allah that all women dress modestly and then suddenly you go oh actually it's not it turns the will out of Allah we were wrong you, yeah it's the will of Allah that you choose how to it's like so the will just... of Allah and the will of God does change according to what suits the society. Yeah, the the yeah the leader. Which you within, find with most beliefs, like they true. can be very much interpreted and twisted yeah. to suit the person that's interpreting that's them. Interpreting it, yeah. I mean, do you know what I mean? You know, it's like being selective about the Bible. It's like you know there are certain <laughs> sure. things about the Bible that are probably really great, like when Christ said we should love one another and we're all family. But you know the things about, you know, um incest and being stoned to death like those are things that you probably wouldn't want to apply in the modern age so you know people always talk about this you know god saying jesus came around and he said oh we We should love each other and we're family but that's not how the world works though is it he only ever said what they don't tell you is that he only ever said that when he was visiting a friend's house and he expected to be fed (laughs) hey (laughs) come on because there wasn't any fruit or fresh (laughs) i think no i think probably that I think, well... He was a good caterer. A good caterer, jeez, oh. That's the son of God, Catherine. I know it's the son of God. You'll have to justify yourself to him one day. He's going to ask about that joke. I'll I'll probably be the kind of person, because my actions in life have been so ambiguous, that I'll neither be in heaven or hell. I'll just be floating, floating them in the purgatory. I'll be like, Jesus, this is like my life on earth. I I was never here nor there. I think floating sounds quite fun. Like, imagine just being weightless and bobbing about. I could get down with that for all eternity. Just you and me bobbing about. What if we got separated, though? We couldn't find each but other. What if we don't die at the same time? Or if you're in heaven and I'm just bobbing around in purgatory in the middle i think you can choose not to enter heaven if you want like but then then you would just be bobbing around the middle or hell how cool would that be it just doesn't seem very definitive does it i just like to bob around Yeah. yeah i guess if that was our lives i could get used to it i had a friend once from iran so did you actually you know who it is but he was our friend and we were at like this christian thing together um it was like a like social group for christians from all around the world i remember one guy who was a christian at the group coming up and like trying to like tell my iranian friend who was who is muslim that he was going to hell for being a Muslim. And mm. we kind of listened to him oh, for... I remember. Yeah, for about 15, 20 minutes. And at the end, I'm like, do you know what? I don't... I don't want to be in a heaven with that. I'd rather be... Like, if hell's got my friend here, you know, and all of, like, all my friends are in hell, like, I'd rather be there with them. And this Christian guy's like, oh, you're a brave man to say that in the face of God. I know the guy you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, He's well, the hellfire type. But well, he doesn't look you. it. He's no, got he a very gentle yeah. voice. In a nice way about him. But it was just like, I can't stand that, um, uh, what would you say? 
I guess like can you imagine being in heaven with all these kind of arrogant Bible bashers all the time, or all the people you liked on earth are burning in hell? It's like I don't yeah, know. Now that you say it like that, I'm kind of tempted. Yeah, if that was the case, and if that was heaven, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to go to that heaven. Yeah, that was a really interesting point that you made, though. Well, maybe you spend like two seconds in hell, and you're like, "Oh fuck this! No, <laughs> take me like, back to it's the a sauna." I mean, I have sun. really clean pores, but it's just too warm. Yeah. I can't get this sulfur off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get this black suit. Oh, my skin. But um, yeah. So going back to Iran, yeah, I just it just seems too easy. So yes. the Iranian officials have suddenly been like, yeah, you don't need to wear the head headscarf. But I kind of sense that they've realized the country's totally shit because mm-hmm. of the sanctions, the fact that it's a pariah state, it's been locked out of the world economy for so long, um, all the misconceptions about it, um, the lack of opportunities within the country. I mean, a lot of young Iranians leave. There is a brain drain. It's the word for it. Yeah. Um, and I just can't help if the officials just like, they just don't, because if the regime was all powerful, you would think they would clamp down. But then the Shah's regime was supposed to be all powerful. But it didn't clamp down when the protests began that eventually toppled it. So I, I don't know if they just don't mm, have it in them. But then it's a system, it's not people. So a system can be very hard. I don't think it's just a choice to choose when you clamp down on it. Like, sometimes if you get that wrong, it can make the situation worse. Um you said that about the China thing as well. Like, yeah, why don't they I just? Yeah, because but... it is a very autocratic, highly autocratic system. But I think that it can be. You don't know how groups and crowds are going to react to that, and it might make it the situation worse if you go in too heavy-handed. Like, actually, it turned out in China that they were probably right to let it go as long as it did, and then you know, slowly start to gear it up bit by bit rather than going out straight away. Um. You know, 10 weeks is a fight. You can put up a protest for 10 weeks. We've had things like that in the West as well. And you just kind of let it burn a bit. You don't go too heavy and you just let it let it run. Also, sometimes the police just need time to create a plan of action for it, to understand the situation before. It's not just about delivering force to the situation. Sometimes there's um, better ways to deal with crowds. And I, I guess, yeah, part of the situation was just letting it play out a bit and giving the, the police time to... Um, to get control um yeah to come up with a game plan of how to deal with it and actually i think the law playing the long game normally works better you think about china and hong kong as well they had those democracy protests for years before china took full legislative control mm-hmm. and um that was probably the right move like they could have gone in at any point and just completely put an end to it immediately but actually it was best just to let it play out over a longer time frame that was clearly the better option yeah, I guess I never really thought about it in that way. I just... Do you think Iran... I mean, do you think the women of Iran or Iran as a, or as a society in general, when the hijab thing and the morality police are gone, let's see, I, I, hypothetically, because that's what they're saying here, yeah. do you think it would be an okay society with all the sanctions that are against them being locked out of the world economy? all these problems have been mounting for decades. Like, do you think that was really going to... Probably not. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because to me, the headscarf isn't... 
as controversial as what people like to make it out to be. Like, I don't really think it's the issue. Also, the it's thing basically is, a garment. Yeah. Like, it's just a garment. Like, it's... The other thing is, some women are total dogs and look better in a headscarf. <sighs> like, dating is far... If you're ugly, dating has to be easier in a headscarf than, than without. <laughs> what? Alistair! And actually, a headscarf covers... The yeah. head, not the face. No, but you can the wear face a full... The Yeah, yeah. So you're... So what you've said doesn't... What I'm saying is I don't know the difference. A headscarf is a head covering. It doesn't yeah. cover the face. That's in the car. Right. Meaning that it would make it easier to date if you were self-conscious or if you felt you were nice looking. You would still... Why leave... didn't she just wear it then? Who's she? Um, this Machina... Um, oh my god you mean the woman that was killed in custody by the morality police yeah like if it was a choice of life like death or no, wearing a did scarf have it on but they said it wasn't on properly or that's what the article saying uh, but probably the morality police maybe might be a bit corrupt and they may have been looking for a bribe or they might be one of those lots where like in many countries if they have a bit of authority they're like oh well you know we're the big guys yeah. you know you need to do what we say because it's not just men that are part of the morality police, actually, in Iran. There's mm-hmm. also girls. Ooh! Equal outcomes! I, ah. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah, it's an Iran. equal society. So how how is it sexist, actually, then? Actually, for a Middle Eastern society, I think Iran Yeah, I know. So how is it... They but how is it? work in university. But how is it sexist if women are no. part of the morality police? To be honest with you, I think different people have their own opinions about mm. that. I think women in Iran actually, compared to other countries in the Middle East, okay. I think it's fairly well compared uh-huh. to say other countries where women, women have guardianship rights, as in they need the permission of a male relative to do anything. But in Iran, they don't actually have that. Do you know what they don't talk about, though, is the, the, the... No one ever... Everyone always talks about how bad that is to need, like, that women... It's, oh, it's terrible. Women need guardianship to go outside or to travel. But they never talk about doing studies to find out if women are happier under that system or not. <laughs> like, what if it turns out... You sound out, like a man's rights activist. No, way. Like the well, what if it... I've never seen any studies even looking at that. What would... What, <laughs> What if it turned out that the women in these societies were actually happier and more fulfilled at the end of the day than living a Western lifestyle? Well, isn't happiness somewhat fluid like most emotions? Completely is. Very but transient. What I'm saying is, what if the happy, like the life outcomes of women in those societies, are self-reported to be better than the self-reported outcomes of women in Western societies? You know well, what? You've turned on its head. No, I'm saying, no what idea. if that turned out to be true? Honestly, I'm just, I have no clue. I'm just saying, I'm only asking the questions. <laughs> And I'm supposed to provide the answers to questions I've yeah. no idea about, okay? And as I said, well, if you, I was well, a, a woman... Well, you me on his head. If I was a woman and, and I looked like a total dog, I'd love to have to wear a kneecap and not anyone think it was because I was ugly. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I'm saying there's a chance I'd get a much nicer man with a better paying job if I was in a kneecap than without. Okay, it's in the cab, not kneecap. Kneecap. You're saying kneecap is in a cob. Kneecap. It's the face covering. Kneecap. Yeah. Okay, well, you've actually ended this with a lot of, like, questions that I'm now really thinking about. Yeah, so good. maybe we can continue that in the next pod. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, we end this at 19 minutes then. Well, bye from me. Bye from Kat. Uh, bye from Bampop. 
Productions Podcast yes. at Bampot Pod. Check us out online at Bampot Pod. At Bampot Pod. At Bampot Pod. Perfect. Okay. Bye. Bye.